Welcome to episode 32 of Yoga with Matt. My name is Matt Mulcahy. This practice is called Tech Neck Express. Laptops, smartphones, working from home, all of this contributes to that slumpy look in the body. You'll know it, the look that shows the pelvis rotating backwards over the spine and the upper body and the shoulders generally caving a bit inwards. This practice aims to be an antidote for that by creating strength and resilience on the back side of the body with freedom and space on the front side. You won't need any props and we're gonna start in downward facing dog. Enjoy. Alrighty, we're gonna settle in to start off with in downward facing dog. And so from down dog, use the next about four to five generous cycles of breath to start inviting some beginning motions and movement into your body. This sequence is very much geared towards alleviating some of the um, discomfort and uh, tightness that can often occur when we're seated for long positions. Most of this sequence is geared towards creating strength and resilience on the back side of the body and in comparison creating a space, freedom and opening on the opposite front side of the body. So settle in for now about one cycle of breath longer in downward facing dog. And then step the right foot forward to the top of the mat, lower the back knee, lower the back foot. Raise the torso upwards and place both hands to the waist. And with both hands to the waist, give yourself an assist here by drawing the tailbone slightly downwards to level off the pelvis. Keep that pelvis level if you can, and then feel free to lunge just a little further forward and down if it feels good. I'd probably kind of avoid just sinking down into the lunge base because if you do, it's likely the pelvis will shift out of this level alignment. And for what we're focusing on in, in this particular practice, a level pelvis is quite beneficial. And then from there, reach the arms directly out in front of you. Cross the right arm over the left arm. Either take opposite shoulders for eagle pose or take a full wrap. For those of you who have wrapped in a full bind, squeeze the forearms together. To make it a little bit more interesting, maybe raise the arms a little higher. And in both variations, feel a slight broadening on the uh, space between the shoulders. So eagle pose is a really nice one to include in this kind of desk detox technique uh, practices to just unlock the, the stickiness that tends to occur there. Wherever you are, take an inhalation. Exhale, release, hands to the floor, downward facing dog, and pause. Take a breath. And then from here, shift the weight forward to a high plank position. Bring the knees down, the chest forward, and slowly lower all the way to the floor. Come to Sphinx Pose. That's gonna be on your forearms, so it's gonna be about a, a 90 degree bend of the forearms. As well as coming into the pose, into the back bend, press the forearms and the palms firmly down into the floor, and without actually moving them, kind of imagine that you're sliding them back towards your pelvis. And what this does is it starts to create a more alive sensation in the spinal muscles. And for a lot of us, if we are kind of being a little bit inactive or spending a lot of time in front of a screen or at our desk, 
these muscles become quite long and weak and because of their stabilizing role we want them to be strong and resilient this is exactly kind of what we're targeting in this practice stay in the pose take an inhalation and then exhale push back to downward facing dog from down dog step the left foot forward to the top of the mat lower the back knee and foot do the same thing so lift the torso upwards hands to the waist with your hands to the waist, give yourself a self-assist. So the tailbone draws a little down. You don't really need to overdo that action, but by doing that, it's going to create a bit more life and tone on the top of the back hip. Feel free to lunge a little deeper without losing the leveled nature of the pelvis. And then reach the arms out in front of you. Left arm crosses over the right. Your variation of eagle, Garudasana. So in both versions, the shoulder blades broaden on the back. Feel that. And if you've entered into more of a full bound scenario, then you can consider maybe reaching the arms just a little higher. It might prove to be a little bit more interesting in terms of the level of sensation. Wherever you are, take an inhalation. Exhale, hands to the floor. Again, downward facing dog, step back. And then from here, Inhale, shift the weight forward to plank position. Knees down, chest forward, and skillfully lower to the floor. So come back to Sphinx Pose on your forearms. And just like you did on the previous round, press the forearms down, and without moving them, imagine you're sliding them back, and you should hopefully feel a little contrast uh, with the spinal muscles engaging. Keep that, take an inhale, and this time as you exhale, we're gonna come into something called a Sphinx Roll-Up. So continue pressing the forearms down. Do cat's pose with the upper body. The knees are gonna stay absolutely put onto the mat. The top of the thighs will lift. And then as you evolve, I'd like you to start shortening the kind of space between the pubic bone and the sternum. You can also interpret this as tucking your tailbone under and with your ribs drawing inwards. And so this now starts to engage our front core muscles, anterior core. Stay in the pose, take an inhale. Exhale, come back to Sphinx pose. So that's the back bend. Take an inhale in Sphinx. Push back to downward facing dog as you exhale. Great, let's take one breath here. And then when you're ready, step the right foot forward to the top of the mat. This time find high lunge with the hands to the waist. High lunge, hands to the waist. Bend the back knee a little, and that's going to help facilitate the tailbone drawing down, so leveling the pelvis, just like you've done in low lunge. Keep that, and do feel free to lunge a little deeper, but again, try to maintain that leveling action of the pelvis. And then this time, we're going to explore the more active version of eagle pose. So, with bent elbows out in front of you, with the forearms and the palms facing your face, Squeeze the elbow tips, forearms, and pinky edge of the fingers together, almost like you're trying to kind of further apply adhesiveness to superglue. And then keep that. You can also consider raising the arms a little higher towards the ceiling, but as much as you can, keep the pressing inwards action. So the previous version of Eagle is, dare I say it, the slightly more stretchy version, creating a bit of space. The opposite of this here is to create some tone and resilience and both have kind of great equal measures uh, with respect to 
um, as, with respect to the practice. As you are taking inhalation, exhale, hands to the floor, downward facing dog, pause. Again, shift forward to plank with control, knees down and slowly lower all the way to the floor. So again, return to the forearms, one final element kind of building this up. Press the forearms, imagine you're sliding them back, take an inhale. Exhale, find your Sphinx roll-up pose to fire up the front of your core. So cat's pose with the upper body, knees stay down, tuck your tail under, draw the front ribs inwards. Keep that level of engagement around the core if you can, take an inhale. Exhale, curl the toes, lift the knees off the mat and find forearm plank. And keep pressing the forearms down. If you notice the bum sticking outwards, it's not the end of the world but maybe walk the feet a little further back. And wherever you are, tuck your tail slightly under. So kind of reaffirming the front of the core engagement. Stay in the pose, take an inhale. Knees down, back to Sphinx pose. Take an inhale in Sphinx. Push back to downward facing dog as you exhale. Once there, step the left foot forward to the top of the mat, high crescent lunge, hands to the waist. Allow the back knee to bend a little because that's gonna facilitate the tailbone drawing downwards. So leveling the pelvis and it's also gonna be a bit more interesting for the top of the hip. Feel free to lunge a little deeper if it's feeling okay. And then this time, I'd like you to nestle the elbows into the side of the body with the forearms and the palms facing the ceiling and create fists with both hands. Now I'd like you to imagine that you've super glued the elbows into the body and they're not going to splay outwards. And then imagine with your fists that you're holding a massive rubber band. Now start to stretch the rubber band outwards. So the forearms and the fists move outwards as the elbow tips stay inwards. And I'm hoping you kind of feel the contrast um, in the back of the shoulders and this works at the external rotators, it's creating a bit more strength, a bit more tone around that region. Stay as you are, take an inhalation. Exhale, release, hands to the floor, downward facing dog. Great. And then kind of one more time here, shift forward to plank, knees down, come all the way to the floor, and this time for cobra pose. So, hands stay put, nestle the elbows inwards, Keep the gaze down if you can, kind of, it's not so much about height here, but when you're ready, lift the head and the chest up off the mat. Take about three or four breaths here. So again, we're shortening and contracting the muscles on the backside, which tends to be the opposite of what we do if we're sitting down uh, at a couch or a desk behind a screen. So this is good, counteracting that. Also what's happening here is that with the hands down, they're kind of like a extra padding. So as a little bit of contrast here, start to hover the hands off the mat just a few inches, maintaining the back bend. And hopefully with that, you start to feel the spinal muscles kick in. And this is a good thing. They're kind of not relying on the hands, so they have to work themselves. They're recruited to create the action of back bending and spinal extension. Stay in the pose, take an inhale. Downward facing dog as you exhale. Just a few moments here, settling in, focusing on your breath and the feeling of, of being in your body. And particularly if you're kind of using this practice as maybe 
a little break from work or sitting at your desk than to, again, park your day to one side, be in the space, uh, be in your practice, even though it's a, a relatively shorter practice than you might be used to. And then when you're ready, step or hop to the top of the mat, keep the feet at about hip width distance apart. And then from there, slide the hands up to the shins and draw the chest halfway, so lengthen halfway. And then ideally you want to come high enough that the shoulders and the hips are in the same plane. And actually it doesn't, you know, it's not a bad idea to actually just look behind you and say, yeah, um, are they in the same plane? If they're not, come up a little higher. And then use the hands, press them into the shins and draw the chest more forward if you can. Take a few breaths. What's happening here as well, the back of the body is engaging. And exactly like you did in Cobra with the hands down onto something, it just means that the muscles aren't recruited in the same way that helps to facilitate and a strength and awareness. So in light of that, keep the shape, you need, if you need to bend the knees, do. Now reach the arms directly behind you, straight, with the palms face upwards. And again, I want you to feel the contrast and the change of texture here. So the chest is moving forward, it's straight, it's lengthened, and the arms are shooting directly back. And the whole backside of your body, the musculature there, is kicking in and firing. Stay in the pose, take an inhalation, exhale, forward fold, and relax head, chest, and neck. Take a cycle of breath. And then from here, place both hands to the waist with a flat back, Inhale, come all the way up to standing. Exhale, release the arms alongside the body. So we'll start to integrate some of what we've already covered in more of a sun salutation movement-based sequence and build upon that. So, inhale, reach the arms overhead. You're welcome to look up. Exhale, forward fold, bring the chest to the thighs and relax back downwards. Inhale, lengthen halfway with the arms behind you and the shoulders and the hips in the same plane. Exhale, forward fold and relax back into it. Inhale, reach the arms overhead, maybe look a little upwards. Exhale, bring the arms alongside the body. One version of a lunge salutation. Inhale, extend the arms overhead. Exhale, forward fold, bring the chest to the thighs. Inhale to lengthen halfway, drive the arms behind you if you can. Exhale, step your right foot back, lower the back knee and foot. Inhale, reach the arms overhead now into low lunge. Exhale, hands to the floor, downward facing dog, pause. Inhale, shift your weight forward to high plank position, press the floor away. Knees down, exhale, lower to the floor for sphinx pose. So that's gonna be on your forearms. Press the forearms down, inhale, slide the chest forward. Exhale, do your sphinx roll up. So cat's pose with the upper body, knees down, and try to tuck the tailbone under to reinforce front core awareness. Stay here, take an inhale. Exhale, back to sphinx pose. Inhale in sphinx. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, raise your right leg behind you. Exhale, quietly step the foot through to the top of the mat. High crescent lunge. Inhale, reach the arms overhead, gaze forward or up, your choice. Exhale, hands to the floor, back foot steps forward. Inhale, lengthen halfway, possibly without using your hands, if you can remember. Exhale to refold. 
Then inhale to reach the arms overhead, look up if you wish. Exhale to refold all the way back down. Inhale to lengthen halfway, arms drive back, chest forward. Exhale, left foot steps back, lower the back knee and foot. Inhale, reach the arms overhead now, so low lunge, Anjayanasana. Exhale, hands to the floor, downward facing dog, and pause there. Inhale, track forward to a high plank position, press the floor away as you do this. Knees down, lower to the floor, return to Sphinx Pose. So press the forearms down, inhale, slide the chest forward. Exhale, do your Sphinx roll up. So round the upper body, engage the front of the core, knees stay down. Stay here, take an inhale. Exhale, forearm plank, curl the toes, lift the knees. Keep tucking tail under just to reinforce that kind of center awareness. Stay in forearm plank, press the forearms down, take an inhale. Unrushed, knees down, back to sphinx pose. Inhale in your back bend. Down dog as you exhale. Well done. Inhale, raise the left leg behind you. Exhale, knee through center and step the foot to the top of the mat. High lunge. Inhale, reach the arms overhead. Exhale, the hands down. Back foot steps forward, top of the mat. Inhale, lengthen halfway, shoot the arms back. Exhale to forward bend. Inhale, reach the arms overhead, maybe a small back bend at the peak. Exhale, arms alongside the body. Take one centering breath. And then we're going to come into chair pose, but with the feet slightly apart, if you can, roughly hip width. So when you're ready, chair pose, bum down, arms up. I would probably come into a mild chair pose at this point. Dig the heels down, reach the arms up. And then keep with the chair base, seal the palms together, bend the elbows to about 90 degrees. So the fingertips are actually facing behind the, uh, the back of the head. Now, if you can, wrap the outer arms inwards, lift the elbow tips upwards, and come into a very small back bend here, lifting the chest up and back. You probably won't kind of come into a more visually demanding back bend, but probably you feel this more in the upper part of the torso. And just think about what's happening here. The front body is opening, the back body is contracting. So those kind of key elements of alleviating uh, tech neck kind of work from home body stuff. Stay in the pose, take an inhale. Exhale, forward fold, chest to the thighs. Inhale, lengthen halfway, arms behind, recruiting the spinal muscles. Exhale, find downward facing dog. From down dog, inhale, shift forward to plank position. Exhale, lower through chaturanga, either with knees or straight legs. It's your call. Inhale to up dog, but you can do a different back bend if you wish. Downward facing dog as you exhale. Take a cycle of breath. Then inhale, raise the right leg behind you. Exhale, quietly step the foot through for warrior one. Inhale, reach the arms overhead. Exhale to land here. It's not a bad idea to have the feet kind of rearranged more on train tracks, mostly because that allows the back hip to come a little forward. I often see many of my students place hands to waist and navigate. I think this is a really useful thing to do. Re-raise the arms once you've done this, press the feet down, reach the chest upwards. And then from here with your left hand, touch your left buttock 
and use it to create a squeezing, contracting action. And if you can maintain that, that's particularly useful. Keep that and then interlace the fingers behind you. Gently draw the arms back. Take one, maybe two breaths. And then keep the interlace of the fingers. Bring the hands to the right hand side of your waist. Seal the heel of the hands together and with your elbow tips, draw them slightly inwards towards one another. Take a few breaths. I really like this version of Warrior One with this grip with the hands. Obviously, you know, the front of the shoulder is in a slightly open position. And as we continue to squeeze the left butt cheek, we're kind of continuing to facilitate resilience and strength around the glutes. And this is often a really great characteristic uh, for the role of the glutes in, in sustainable movement. So keep the grip with the hands on the right hand side of the waist. Lift the left heel off the mat, lean the weight forward and find warrior three. So you're finding warrior three balancing on the right leg and you still have the interlace of the hands on the right hand side of the waist. And what I really like about this version is that you can use your left forearm to maybe self-assist the left hip point slightly downwards. Now if that kind of pinches around lower back, ease out of that, don't do that. But you know, if it feels comfortable, again, it's just kind of getting to know your body a little bit more um, accurately by assisting in, in, in different poses in different contexts. Stay in the pose, take an inhalation. Exhale, step back to high lunge, reach the arms overhead. Inhale in high lunge, reach upwards. Exhale, hands to the floor, downward facing dog first and pause. Take one, maybe two breaths, just to let that kind of work, feed back and resonate back into the body. Great, inhale reach, uh, inhale rather shift forward to high plank position. Exhale, lower all the way to the floor, either with knees or straight legs, with control if you can. Great, locust pose. Reach the arms alongside the body, palms face downwards. And then when you're ready, reach head, chest, arms off the mat. And if it adds value to also reach the legs off the mat, go for it. These belly down back bends, especially Shalabhasana, are just so targeted towards creating um, strength, tone in spinal muscles and back body. And it's th that what we want to really focus on uh, when we're kind of working with um, anti-desk yoga or kind of desk detox stuff. Stay in the pose, take an inhalation. Downward facing dog as you exhale. Take an inhale in down dog. Exhale, step or hop to the top of the mat. Inhale, lengthen halfway, drive the arms behind and the chest forward. Exhale, forward fold and stay there. So we're gonna balance on the left leg now. I'd like you to interlace the fingers around the right knee. Take the right knee with you towards the right chest and stand up straight. So you're balancing on the left leg, hands interlaced around the right knee. I know it might seem counterintuitive that we're flexing the hip here, but I want to kind of show you some contrast. What's happening is that you're using your hands to create the movement of knee to chest. And so for contrast, keep the knee where it is, bring the hands to prayer. The contrast there is now the top of the hip has to work to now sustain the knee where it is. We'll do this kind of um, contrast in another pose, 
bend the left knee a little, place the right outer ankle on top of the left knee for a standing version of pigeon pose. Hands in prayer still. If you have the range, feel free to sit a little deeper. This is always a nice one to get into the outer hip, big muscles. And then slowly kind of come out of the pose a little bit and then hover the right foot off the left knee just a few inches. Keep drawing the right knee to the floor. It's not a most desirable version of pigeon pose, but it's more active range to facilitate tone strength in the outer hip. Try not to race the transition. Right knee to the chest, take an inhalation, exhale, Whew, gently release. Well done, shake out the leg. It, Always nice after any sustained balance. Great. Top of the mat, feet slightly apart, return to chair pose. Again, I wouldn't worry so much about the depth here, but do keep it active, pressing the feet down. And then from here, reach the arms behind you with the palms facing one another. And I'd like you to squeeze an imaginary block so there's some resistance in palms, arms, and the shoulder joint. Stay as you are, take an inhalation. Forward fold as you exhale, great. Inhale, lengthen halfway, chest forward, drive the arms back. Exhale, step back to downward facing dog, pause. Inhale, shift your weight forward to high plank position. Exhale, lower through chaturanga, skillfully well executed if you can. Inhale to back bend, you're welcome to take something that works for you best, and then downward facing dog. From down dog, inhale, raise the left leg behind you, three-legged dog. Exhale, with control, quietly step the foot to the top of the mat. So we'll find warrior one. Inhale, reach the arms up, land on an exhalation. And again, maybe the feet alignment are fine, but you can again use hands to waist, widen the feet, maybe bring the back hip a little further forward. So there's kind of a few ways that you can go about that. And then from here, bring the right hand to the right buttock and create a contraction. So squeeze it if you can. And this is an important characteristic of the glutes, keeping them strong and resilient. And then keep that action, interlace the fingers behind you, draw the hands just a little back momentarily before swinging the hands to the left hand side of the waist. Seal the heel of the hands together, draw the elbow tip slightly inwards. And if you can, keep contracting that back right glute and feel that work as well as anterior front shoulder opening. You're here for another breath thereabouts. This variation of the hands and the arms behind at the waist is, is good to do anyway. You can do this at your desk. It takes, you know, a minute, two minutes. Raise the back heel off the mat. Lean the weight forward and find warrior three. Keep sealing the heel of the hands together. Elbow tips drawing inwards if that's feeling okay for the front of bit of the shoulder. And then again, you can experiment here with the right forearm, maybe nudging the right hip a little further downwards. Again, navigate if that's not feeling great for a part of the lower back. Obviously, you would lean back a little bit. But again, it's something which is a little different, a little new, and, and works in the context of this practice. Stay in the pose, take an inhalation. Exhale, step back to high lunge, reach the arms overhead, pause. Inhale in, crescent lunge. Exhale, hands to the floor, downward facing dog, pause. Let's take one, maybe two breaths to let that digest. 
and then inhale, shift the weight forward to plank. However you want to get there, exhale, lower skillfully to the floor. Final belly down back bend. So locust pose, but this time reach the arms out in front of you, palms facing one another. When you're ready, reach the arms, chest, and then maybe the legs off the mat. Now, I know in locusts it can be quite easy to find height here. You just kind of push the pubis down, reach the body up, and yeah, there's a time and a place for that. But see if you can prioritize the length, reaching forward, reaching back. And then to challenge yourself without increasing the back bend, reach the arms higher than the ears without increasing the back bend. That's just an option, but wherever you are, you've got a couple of breaths. Stay in the pose, take an inhalation, downward facing dog as you exhale. Right, let's take one, maybe two breaths. And then step or hop to the top of the mat. I'm into a passive forward bend very briefly. And then this time you're gonna balance on the right leg, interlace the fingers around the top of the left knee. Slowly draw the left knee to the chest, focus your gaze, attention and breath and pause. So for contrast, you're using an external leverage. It's the hands and the strength of the arms to hike the knee up. So stay in the same pose. Let's feel this for contrast. Bring the hands into prayer position and now feel the hip muscles lift the knee upwards. Take one, two breaths. And then bend the right knee a bit. Place the left outer ankle on top of the right knee, standing pigeon. If it's appropriate to sit a little deeper to increase the sensation, fine, go for it. Not mandatory, it's there for you if you wish. And then again, let's feel this for contrast. So this is slightly more passive. Let's work a little bit more actively. Come out of the pose a bit and now hover left foot off right knee, but keep drawing the left knee to the floor. Resisting racing the transition. Inhale, left knee upwards. Exhale, release, shake out. Well done, let's transition here. Feet onto the mat, hip width. Inhale, reach the arms overhead. Exhale, forward fold. Inhale, lengthen halfway. Exhale, step back to downward facing dog. Take two, three generous breaths. And then you have a couple of options from downward facing dog. If you're kind of bang on the 30 minute mark, we're just about there, you might uh, take a few moments in seated meditation or a few breaths before uh, finishing up. Uh, alternatively, you might step the feet through, come to lay down in Shavasana for a couple of minutes before uh, moving on with your day. However you choose it, uh, enjoy it. Thanks as ever. Uh, for practicing along with me. Namaste. Thanks as always for practicing. You're welcome to review this podcast or make an optional donation if you enjoyed it. All that info plus more about my online teaching schedule can all be found on my website, which is matmolkyoga.com. I'll see you next time.